And welcome to the show. Oh, man, I can't believe we're doing this. <laughs> this <laughs> it's, is so ridiculous. It's the show that everyone has asked us to do. Nonstop. No everyone's been saying. <laughs> talking about this show ever. <laughs> like, I remember when this summer started and people were like, yeah, I'm kind of excited for Civil War, maybe X-Men. I mean, we'll kind of see how it goes. But everyone kept coming to me and said, hey, isn't there a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie coming out? When are you guys doing Out of Shadows? That's all we get. <laughs> oh, that's what it's called? Out of Shadows? Out of the Shadows. Yeah, out, out of the, the Shadows. shadows. Okay. Well, these are fans that were asking it. They didn't know the title. <laughs> that's right, because so, they want to become humans or something in this one. So we decided we were going to do our review of it because we, we saw it on Wednesday. <laughs> yes, we did. And uh, we talked about it after. We thought, should we make a bit make a bit about this? People care enough. But we decided there was enough interesting information that we could. And more, more so that we were actually like, Talking very excitedly about this movie. Okay, and for context, you guys went and saw it last night. Yes. Just, just you two. I have not seen it. Yeah, we right. didn't invite you. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. We did invite him. Uh, he was hanging out with his mom-in-law. No. What? That was your excuse. No, no, no. That was that was for today. Oh, okay. Uh, so many uh, anyway, excuses. Today. So let's get into this real quick. This is a bacon bit. We want to keep it as tight as possible. We're going to do the first few minutes, spoiler-free, talking about it, and then we're going to get into spoilers after that. So, right. And we'll give yeah. the clear distinction again, as we always do. Basically, I just want to tell the story to you, Jake, and to you, the listener, because... Yeah, so tell me, spoiler-free. I sat next to Joel during this movie, <laughs> and wow, that was a mistake. Uh, it was just, I he, felt bad. Geez. I felt really bad. That's a blow. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't showered in a couple of weeks and I'm off work. So, you know, <laughs> right. And, and we also, we had Emily and who's going to have to start her own podcast soon. Cause we're basically forcing her. Yeah. And it, basically these guys were mocking the movie the entire time. Okay. Can I clarify something here? Yes. So I went into this movie with it with, let's say a jar of my suspension of bel- disbelief jar where I was like, okay, I can suspend my disbelief up to this point. Within the first 10 minutes, that jar was full and my emotions were spilling out. And so he I couldn't kept, help himself. I kept scoffing. I kept gesturing. So <laughs> I kept rubbing my temples. We're wearing 3D glasses and he kept like lifting him, like shaking it, like scratching his eyes out. Yeah, it like, felt pinch, like pinching the bridge of my nose, just like, oh my gosh, because it was so ridiculous. And then I kept talking to Kent. I'd be like, no, Kent doesn't like people to talk to him during movies. He doesn't like people to make snide remarks. He wants to make him his little notebook. And so then I just, but I kept doing it. And I kept like being like, no, Joel, don't make snide remarks. And then I kept doing it. This sounds like every movie. Because this movie, <laughs> this movie is terrible. Like, I cannot list the amount of, of dumb things that happen in this movie. It is so, so dumb. So dumb. And all it is, is pandering. It's Michael Bay pandering to our childhood. Michael Bay didn't make this movie. Just produced it, right? He produced the movie. It's Michael Bay pandering. You No. Dave Green. Michael Bay doesn't know Michael anything about fan service. He doesn't know fan service. It was someone else that was in charge of the pandering, if you Dave will. Dave Green, who's the director. And yeah. I believe he and has... I believe this the is... The devil. <laughs> Apparently. Jeez. <laughs> no, I couldn't believe how mad this guy Who was. did Earth to Echo, and now this movie. He Joel is, was so shaking in this movie. <laughs> it was so dumb. And I say this because, okay, he leaned over to me at one point, and he said... This is my sister's. And I actually got offended. <laughs> meaning, meaning that Jacob, right. Jacob was, uh, went to go see Sisters with Kent. And it was a miserable experience for both of them. And like, at, be, no, beyond miserable. Like you saying this is your sister's. I'm like, you've seen terrible movies like but this what before. what did I say after? I what? said that may have been too far. But in the moment, that's how I felt. But it's definitely <laughs> not that bad. Because it's not like I was offended by this movie. Like yep. I was mad. Like I wasn't mad at it. But it was just so Dumb. His sisters made me want to cut, you know, so. <laughs> cut anyone himself, me, <laughs> the person next to and us. I, but I say that because like the whole premise of the movie is, you know, Ninja Turtles doing Ninja Turtle things and they're going to do crazy things. Like in the cartoon, that's how it was. Yes. I was okay with it in the cartoon, 
But here, it was just ridiculous. And there were some lines which we'll get into. Okay, yeah, let's, let's move on from... Well, not quite yet, because I just want to give the people the idea of kind of what to expect if they do go see this. Because Kent said it's going to make money. And we got to get into Kent's spoiler-free review. It's going to make money? Yeah. But they, yep. I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't get giddy when certain things from the, from the cartoon popped up in the show. Because it is like random things and characters that come up and it's like, oh, that's from the cartoon and it was fun to see in a live action setting. But I could not get past how dumb this movie really was. It's one and a half stars, guys. This is this is severely Is that low. the lowest you've given to any movie this year in On the past th- year? Maybe. Like, it, that's what I gave Marnie. One and a half is pretty low. That's like... <laughs> so this is pretty good. <laughs> that's, yeah, it's pretty down there. Because like two stars is like, yeah, I can understand why people would like it. This one, I'm like, no, I, I don't understand why anyone would like this. So movie. why not one star then? Because, the, like I said, there were is some Is there a parts. zero star in your yes. scale? Diary of a Mad Black Woman. <laughs> that's a zero star. That's a zero star. So movie. this actually did okay. It's, it's yeah, in comparison. <laughs> like, this is honestly like a D level, D minus kind of level for me. It's, it's not good. Can't go ahead and do it. It's weird because he was laughing, whether unintentionally or, or there was sometimes glee. I, I laughed in the one time at a joke. Like, uh, they were trying to get me to laugh, and I, I, I laughed. Was it the fart joke? No. But then every other time <laughs> was I was it the laughing, fart joke? <laughs> every, time I, every other time I was laughing, it was because how dumb the movie was. And I felt bad because we were laughing in the theater, and we were the only ones laughing. Like, I felt awkward. Like we were like, laughing at the movie. Yes. Right, right. And I felt And there bad. were kids around and we were the jerks. You yeah. jerks. But yes. I tried to rein it back in. Kent, please do your yeah, talk. So we walked out of this movie and these guys are just railing on it. Like, oh my gosh, that was atrocious. That was the worst thing I've ever seen. And they're looking at me and I'm pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, clearly. And they're going, This no. is your Batman v Superman. Right. And they're right. saying, No, no, don't you <laughs> dare. Don't you dare. And I'm like, I kind of liked it. <laughs> and no. they got mad at me. No, it came out because, I, because I said, Kent, was this the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles you wanted from your childhood? You wanted in your childhood? Because that's what he said about the original. Do you Michael like his Bay tone? One. Do you like yeah. the tone? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That was my tone last night, too. And Kent went, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Ninja Turtles I wanted from my childhood. Yes. But the problem is, that was our childhood. The kids these days, this isn't their Have you seen my childhood? I mean, there's a video. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you. Please, Kent. I'll step back. This, okay. The the turtles, like, they try to bring him back. This is one of those, like, gimme properties that should have never come back. And when it did two or three years ago, they made a really lifeless movie with some action, a lot of CG, but it had nothing of, like, what you love about the turtles. Even the attention that was given to the turtles was little. There was no characterization. Raphael was mean. Michelangelo was a Mexican. And that was pretty much it. <laughs> and, and Johnny Knoxville really, was Leonardo. And the, the highlight, or at least the, the, all the attention given, was on uh, Megan Fox's April O'Neil. And the movie was seriously lifeless, probably because of that reason. This movie was like, if you've ever loved the Turtles, and I'm sorry, Joel, this isn't me saying you never love the Turtles, but if you like have ever wanted to see a cinematic version of the cartoon, and I'm saying dumb plot, no reason to actually get from point A to point B. and <laughs> Terrible dialogue. Just a, a, a climax that comes out of nowhere yep. and makes no sense. Right. Just like the cartoon. Yep. This is like a direct translation of the TV show to, to be 90 minutes. It's a 20-minute to 90-minute translation, if, and it's perfect full in that way. Full disclosure, if this had come out back in the days in of the In 1991. That probably would have been my mentality. It was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I wanted. This is so cool. This is the best Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie ever made. No. The best. <laughs> no. You can put that on the freaking poster. No. 
<laughs> this is all the right, best right. Ninja Turtles, Turtles movie. movie in years. All right, what's your what's your grade? C. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> number one and number C two are better. Joel gives it like a D minus. Or no, D the original Ninja Turtles and Secret of the Ooze are better than this movie. No, they're they're actually. I'm take off your nostalgia glasses for a second. <laughs> <laughs> That's the yeah, dropping you yeah. becoming an adult. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you scratching your eyes again. Those movies were like. Like it's almost like they didn't have the imagination or the the budget to. When make was the it? last time you watched them? Uh, forever ago. Because I own both of those, and I've watched both of those for pizza movie night with my kids. I still love them. I'm sorry, this is way better. No, because this is Ninja Turtles. It's not Taka on a Razor. I'm not taking my kids to this one. I'll tell you that the much. language is a little little too well, adult. and the fact there was a couple things we'll talk about in the spoiler review. But let's move on to that. Okay, we've okay. given our grades. So, so D minus or D. <sighs> You want to say D because there was glee involved. There was some. There was some. And, it was, and I was entertained. Jake, it was unapologetically stupid. It was like, so unapologetic. Stupid. But let's yeah. get into it. So here's the buffer. We're going to go into spoilers now. So if you, if you care, here's spoilers. <laughs> go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. Go. Go, go Ninja. Go, Ninja. Go. Spoiler. 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 Review. Spoiler. Okay. Spoiler, that's got on too review. long. <laughs> <laughs> it's a <No>. bacon bitch, all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was so perfect. Yeah. So the first uh, 10 minutes. Wow. wow all right. Great. So yeah, the spoiler part's going to have to be let me Let me just give you an idea, Jacob, of right. how dumb the dialogue is. I can't wait to hear this. Is this the most like loud you've ever heard us? I jump into a review like this. So, okay. Casey Jones. Stephen Amell from Arrow. Arrow. Right, right. Lifeless Stephen Amell. So he works. He works. Always emoting Stephen Amell. He works for the NYPD, and he's in the truck when when Shredder gets uh, escapes. And he's on rollerblades. And so, not yet. Oh, <laughs> he, that's makes later. Them, he makes them at the end of the he movie. He makes them because he's in trouble. Sorry, yeah, I'm jumping right in. He's trying to run away from these giant animals, Bebop and Rocksteady, and he's like, how do I get away there so fast? He So he f- sees an office chair with wheels on the bottom, so he duct tapes them to the bottom of his shoes, and they become rollerblades. And then he rollerblades away from these guys on motorcycles. That's not a so joke. So dumb. So Casey Jones, I'm kind of speechless from just, that. I want to give the idea of the dialogue here. Casey Jones, it works for the NYPD. He's in the truck when Shredder escapes, mm-hmm. so they blame him. And he's talking to this. Uh, what is she? The chief of police or something? Laura like that? Linney. Laura Linney, which is Great sad to see her in this. Laura Linney, but she was some authority figure. Anyway, it doesn't matter. She's like the the sheriff. But she's like, you know, the first. <laughs> and he's like, I can help. I can help find him. And she's like, the first rule of you know setting a search party for a fugitive is not letting the guy to let him get away be part of it and she walks away and he's and she's like thank you mr jones and he's like it's officer jones and she looks around looks back at him and he goes and someday i'm gonna be a detective <laughs> <laughs> so, like we all lost it and, she, and she's and then, yeah we could find that one and she's like well good luck with that it's terrible no, it's were, fun to imagine Stephen amell so doing that too the point oh. the point when the movie just really doesn't care to keep you or lose you, <laughs> you is, is when they, they finally have the ooze, which is an alien Which ooze. they call the purple ooze. They're like, the purple ooze is at the NYPD headquarters. Yes. And it's like, oh, God, they don't even have a name for so it. So Shredder has the ooze, and they're about to test it on these guys, Bebop and Rocksteady. Which, can I just explain real quick? They get The, the whole point is uh, there's these pieces from Crank's ship which have gone across the Earth, and they have to gather the pieces up, and then they're going to create, a, a, create a, portal. a portal so that Crank can come over. But they take the... They take, <laughs> They take a piece of the of the ship, whatever they get, to Doctor Baxter, played by Tyler Perry, who basically just goes <laughs> the whole movie. He was like Neil deGrasse Tyson. I kind of liked it though. They, they give him the piece of the ship, and they said, "You're supposed to synthesize this." So he takes it and then puts it in a machine, which is apparently a synthesizer. No, he had already. It was already. It was all there. They had the machine. The thing is, you, you don't understand this movie. It doesn't care whether it, you. But no, it makes sense it or not. It melts down the thing into ooze. Yes, he has a machine that does that. And then Ken, you, they inject the guys with ooze. So they're like. They these two guys, they're just these two guys, these two thugs, dumb. They're thugs. criminals. They were in. They were in the the 
police transport with Shredder, and they were idiots then, so I don't know so why So they immediately them. become a giant rhino and a giant warhog, which is just like the cartoon, and then they said... Which, as they're transforming, they're like, what's happening? What's, what's happening? happening? This then, feels great! Then Dr. Perry, he goes, well, actually, the reason they are becoming these animals is because we all have this latent animal gene inside us that, if injected with the ooze, it will bring itself out. So he had a warthog, and he had a rhinoceros inside him. And so we all lost it again. That's what they say. <laughs> Basically thinking, am I going to be a possum? <laughs> like, no. What's going on here? It was, it was so dumb because like they weren't even trying. Like I honestly want to be in the room with the screenwriters when they're like, yeah, let's just say that there's a latent gene in everyone that is an animal. And like, so, their spirit animal is what they become. So Joel, about four other times in this movie goes, <clears throat> excuse me, can't, the movie's still playing. Um, so... They don't need to break into the police station no, no, wait, because... Wait, wait, wait. So, let's get into this. So, <laughs> the, the, before we get into that... They t- the ooze, People don't care as much about the plot as you I know, making but I, fun I wanna, of it. I want to bring it up, though, because they, they take the ooze. The NYPD actually gets it. So they the turtles have to go in and get it before Shredder does. Right. So they come up with this plan to disguise themselves. To, Megan Fox, April O'Neil, and Casey Jones are going to disguise themselves to get into the NYPD while the turtles are climbing through the vents and giving them access to various points and dropping, like cards access cards to them and stuff like that which if you remember may remember casey jones works for the nypd and so and I, he's on a leave of absence so i leaned over to kent and i said so they can't get anywhere and turtles can fit in the vents it's, he actually his shell has a difficulty getting through but that's kind of the plot but i leaned over to kent and i said kent legitimate question this is as the movie's going and i said legitimate question doesn't he work for the nypd why does he have to break in? He's in disguise, by the way. Yeah, he wears a disguise as he goes <laughs> He's in. He's in disguise. And then this. I go, I'm like, are you honestly asking me logical <laughs> <Yeah>. questions <laughs> after they told us there's a latent animal gene inside us? <laughs> I'm like, and he kept doing it. He's like, there's a tank in the Amazon River, right? <laughs> and it is somehow just popping up out of the water every it's once in a while. in the river. In the river. And then he's like, how is that even possible? And I'm like, <laughs> stop it right now. Okay, you stop so, this. <laughs> one of the pieces of crane ship is in Brazil. So the turtles climb aboard a cargo ship, which I've never been on a plane before. Or the, the, the commercial, a commercial airline, I think. Mm-hmm. They climb in the cargo hold, and they're flying towards Brazil. And then as they're flying there, Donatello pulls out whatever gadget, you know, gadget ex machina he has. And he's like, oh, according to my calculations, their plane has already left Brazil, and it's heading our way. And they're like, no, we're going to lose them. And he's like, no, actually, we're going we're gonna to intercept their plane. So it's like 30,000 feet below oh, them. I saw this in the trailer. They, they jump open out. up the cargo they hold. Out. They jump out of one plane and land on top of another <laughs> plane. They're ninja turtles with shells. They, they can l- withstand that. Yeah. Well, they fall from great heights, and they're fine. And then yet at the end, we're worried about them falling from the height of the Technodrome because... Krang can bring over the Technodrome. They actually put a crack in the sky, and the Technodrome has to disassemble, come up, come through in pieces, and then reassemble. To which Donatello pulls out his little watch ex machina again, and he's like, according to my calculations, these pieces coming through are from something called a Technodrome, and the pilot is Krang. <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually Krang comes up on the screen. I lost it. It's, it's so, so funny. dumb. Like, basically, the uh, outer hull of the ship told him that Commander Krang was in charge of this whole plot. It's so dumb. And then they have this whole thing where they say... Uh, the atmosphere around the Technodrome is different. You're going so far into like, the weeds. I just I want to know this how is dumb probably it is. more fun no. than actually watching the movie. You're no. going so far into the weeds. The thing is, there was there were kids around us. One specifically kicking my chair behind me, and it didn't even ruin the movie. That was going, oh mom, oh it's a Technodrome. Oh that's so cool. When they were jumping out of planes and everything, and I go, look. We're in our 30s. We're cynical. This movie is literally garbage. But you have to admit. 
the majority of the time, the audience was not into it. I'm sorry. No, he was into it the whole time. The kid, the he, kid behind us was. But the majority of the audience, I was reading the room, and I'm like, wow, everyone is basically You just, realize you're sitting in critic circle. Like, we're all... The room. No, I'm sorry. People were into this movie. No. And I think people will be because it's it's fun. It is unapologetically gleeful. <laughs> And they bring in every part of the comics that you wanted, or sorry, comics and cartoon that you wanted. And most importantly, I mean, yes, they do ruin Casey Jones, but they give the turtles. They didn't ruin him. How they, they ruin her? They, they didn't ruin Casey him. Jones is a guy. They didn't ruin him. They just made him. No, they, Casey they Jones nothing. was so cool in the original two movies. He was so oh, cool. those movies you don't like anymore because you like this one better? He was cool. He was the best part. Everyone wanted to be Casey Jones. Two minutes for high sticking. <laughs> In this movie, anyways, but they, the thing is, they gave, and more so than the first Ninja Turtles that came out a couple years ago, they showed a love for the characters. The turtles got to be the turtles, and they all had specific, you know, personalities. They had that in the first movie. They did not. They were so overshadowed by everything else, and now they're out of the shadows. <laughs> and Which in the opening credits is kind of funny, because as they're running up, it's like, Leo, the leader. Yeah. Raph, the muscle. And it's like, Mikey, pizza lover. Yeah. And the kid behind me was like, Mikey! And I was like, this is no. a movie for nine-year-olds. And they, you know what? Good for them because they're going to get a kick out of this. But I'm not taking my nine-year-old to this movie. This is a movie that should have been made in 1991, and it would have been one of the coolest movies of the year. Okay. Granted, it's, it's 2016. Let me, let me just explain some of the reasons I'm not going to show this to my kids. Uh, first of all, there's, there's some language that I'm like, oh. Well, there's a lot of language. Is. And then, at, like, when they turn into the, the rhinoceros and the warthog, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, man, I feel so strong. Me too. And then they both simultaneously pull open their pants, look down, and go, all right, my man. My man. And they give each other, like, this yeah. bump. It's ridiculous. Yeah, That's, but you saw movies all the time in the 80s that were a little too adult for you, and you had no idea what things meant. I'm pretty sure I older. understand people looking down their pants. There are th- a lot of things in Goonies that you're like, I don't even know what that means. Keep it. talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> But it's so dumb. Like, it was no. just so dumb. This, and violent, too. And Krang was there, and Krang was cool. Krang, no, no. Yeah, Krang was cool. The, I wanted well, the, It was so much more of a character than boring Shredder. Because Shredder in this no, Shredder, movie and the other one... And Shredder was wasted in this movie. Like, really, they didn't yes. use him at all. It's mostly Krang. And then Krang isn't like the... Yeah, Shredder. It's like... He's, Brad he's Garrett. Brad Garrett. In. It's basically... It's Raymond. <laughs> that kind of voice. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. It is so much fun. Obviously a dumb movie, but this is like, my equivalent was this is the Fast Five of this kind of movie. Because Fast Five is really, really stupid. None of it makes sense, but it's fun. And I so just, it gets high marks. I just think it's it's a decade or two too late. I think that the dialogue was terrible. And I think that it was too adult for kids and too dumb for adults. Okay. I mean, that's, that's probably accurate, yeah. but I still would love this in the and, early 90s. No, I, like I said, I, I kind of love lying. it now. I will I'd see this lying. again. I'd be lying You'll if see I didn't. I'd see it again. At the theater? Oh, please, no. Not in the theater. That's you not go, crazy. You want to go, you you, go to the No, I don't. This, <laughs> you watch this over The Last Stand? <laughs> yes. Oh, God. I would watch this over X-Men 3, The Last Stand, any day. That's ridiculous. Any day of the week. And like I said, I would be, I said this in the spoiler free, but I'll get the spoiler full here. I'd be lying if I said I didn't get giddy when I see Bebop with his purple slitted sunglasses and then as a warthog, and then when I saw the Technodrome, and when I saw Krang, like seeing those things was really, really it's fun. It's wish fulfillment on screen. It is, but then it's just like... You, you call it pandering. It is like it exactly was pandering. what people wanted. I think, well, I think it's what we wanted back in the day, but what we, would, we don't want that now. I pulled up Rotten Tomatoes to see what people are saying. It's at 30% right now, by the way. Who cares? Which is higher than Batman. And and Superman. Uh, Do you know how much Popstar has? It's like in the 90s, and that's the worst movie. Oh, yeah? The worst? Oh, here's, well, here's the well, first It's one snippet. of the worst of the year. Oh, of the year. For me. Okay. Here's the first snippet I see. Better title. 
when really ugly CG creatures fight. <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, that'd be But I'm sorry. And we haven't mentioned it. Megan Fox. She's very attractive. She's and they so do not try to hide the fact that they're just showing her for her look. She dresses like a schoolgirl costume. At the very costume. beginning, she gets in the schoolgirl costume to kind of blend in to get some sort of files from a guy. It works. <laughs> and she is attractive. to say it works. She is attractive, but she's completely wasted this movie too. No, she's not. She has more of a character Splinter than she was did wasted. In the first movie. Casey Jones was wasted. Megan Fox was wasted. I disagree. There's just enough Vernon. Uh, <laughs> Vernon? At Will Arnett. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. 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 But all right. There we go. Final thoughts? Are we good? Yeah, Final, we're good. <laughs> Final thoughts. This is a ridiculously stupid movie. I was entertained at parts, but almost of how stupid it was, but it doesn't quite get to the how so dumb it's good realm. So Joel says, go see it. Kent says it's no. the best movie <laughs> of the year. <laughs> Essentially. This is why people have been waiting for this movie for so long. <laughs> no one's waiting for this movie. No one's even waiting for a review of this movie. No, everyone's why are we doing this bacon why bit? Why there's a review? <laughs> All right. Surprise bacon bit. Anyways, thank you for listening. <laughs> this, this has been Bacon Sale. <laughs> Someday, I'm going to be a detective. <laughs>